I'm Trudy Kerr and welcome to The Interviewer. In this series, I'll be talking to artists, campaigners, men and women of influence, musicians, performers and anyone who shapes the fabric of our society. Today, I'm joined by Luke Chappell, a stunning and genuinely talented singer-songwriter who shot to fame in 2018 at the tender age of 15 on Malta's X Factor when he made Alexandra Alden cry. That was quite a, quite, quite an introduction. That was good. And I'm just so glad to see you. <laughs> Luke, how are you today? I'm all right. I'm glad to see you too. Quite an introduction, not going to lie. Gassing me up. Gassing up Luke Dabble. <laughs> well, you know I have a massive heart for you, but uh, but you're all good. Everything's good for you. You're, you're in school at the moment. Yeah. So you're not, you know, you're not having issues with COVID or anything like that. Thing, things are okay. Yeah, everything's all right so far, thank God. Um... Well, my mum is um, vulnerable, so I'm always trying to take care of, of myself. So, yeah, I, I mean, everything's all right. Um, my my friends are all right, thank God, and my music is, is growing and growing every day. <laughs> so, I, yeah. I'm, I'm just absolutely beaming. <laughs> because, as I mentioned, I have a massive heart for Luke Chapel. Uh, because we first met when you opened the Farsons Beer Festival that's right, yeah, in that's 2019 right. and it was my first time that I was doing the whole festival yeah. and we met backstage and I'd heard about you and I haven't I hadn't watched uh, X Factor at all obviously I've been playing your your first single yeah exactly yeah, and yeah, I was yeah, yeah. blown away and I didn't <laughs> know what to expect I want to talk about uh, X Factor first of all um, you did make Alexandra Alden cry yeah at your first audition that was two um, years ago and how you've grown and everything but I want to I want to go back right back to the very beginning first of all and and ask you how was that experience we recently spoke to to Maxine Aquilina a, about her adventure as a judge yeah definitely. on Malta's Got Talent but how now that you're two years on yeah how was X Factor for you how was that experience how would you rate it well, um, I definitely say it, it's it's been like a, a nice journey um, to have that experience, to have the ability to actually be be part of such a big, big thing in in, in our country. You know, it's um, it's like the type of experience that people have abroad in in the UK and stuff was presented to me here in Malta. It's like very very special for me. So I I guess. Even looking back two years ago, um, I was young. I, I was like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. And I just went there and I said to myself, I just love doing music and I'm just going to give it my best, I guess, you know. But, you know, I was, I was watching it today. Yeah. Uh, your first audition in preparation to be hanging out with you today. Yeah. And you sing your, your own composition. Yep. And you have Alexandra Olden. <laughs> in tears yep <laughs> and you then get hugged by yeah. the whole panel yep yeah by exactly. ray and by era and howard and, and alex um and they come back to you and they say you are a stunning <laughs> singer but also songwriter yeah so that must have been just that in itself whether or not you you believe in x factor or whether you believe in malta's got talent as a platform for new artists that must have been incredible no definitely yeah i think it was definitely overwhelming um and it was like 
for for just a 15 year old getting to meet such big stars you know in in front of me and getting hugged by them and and one of them cried and stuff it, it was definitely well in like, fairness alexandra olden you know alex yeah, we love you but she did cry yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah and thanks to her actually i got to meet peter borge which i work with like i've been working with him for for almost three years now so it's incredible so yeah um did it make you make me i guess it i mean x factor made me who i am today of course because because of it it it, it grew my fame to a certain extent you know and it pushed me as an artist to even youtube is about like 68k or something like that so it's like the views help and people abroad get to get to um look at me and say okay he's got experience on stage and stuff and so it did definitely help me but i think um there was definitely a lot of learning to do after that so x factor was definitely something i taken dearly to my heart and and it's an experience i never forget and it's something that is big like it's it's a big thing to to go through you know as a 15 year old but um when it was done that's when the the real challenge kicked in because i needed to keep up momentum i i had to um you know exceed certain expectations that people see of me you know and expected of me so it's like I have to I had to release songs that are quite professional I had to keep meeting people and no matter what I had to try to be humble you know I'm I'm a human being I'm gonna have bad days as everyone else that's that's the the secret it's like that's how you keep growing as an artist because you know you you kind of collaborate with people and you just keep on growing your talent well you've kind of answered my next question because I was gonna <laughs> say do you see that you've grown yeah. since X Factor and and I mean, you've grown since I first met you. I've interviewed you a number of times and, and, and talking to you now and listening to you now is so much further on than, than when, when looking today, watching today, Definitely, yeah. your X Factor audition. But how have you grown? So, I mean, do you ever go back yeah. to watch that? Do, do you must do? Do you I ever go back? I don't actually. I really don't. <laughs> That's funny to to, to even you mention. Should. Yeah, you should go back and watch. I mean, it's there on YouTube. It's got you yeah, know, exactly. like billions of. You know uh, what's views. funny is that my family during like when we have like a a little get together um, and we eat dinner and stuff, they always always play it like in the kitchen <laughs> and stuff. There's a TV and they always play it on YouTube, always on repeat, and I hate it sometimes because it's like. It's like a, an endearing way of them showing like they're not they're not like making fun, but they're just like showing that you are a little boy, like you're always gonna be. They're that. keeping like, you grounded. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's really annoying, isn't it? Like sometimes it's just really annoying. But yeah, <laughs> definitely. So what? So what ways specifically do you see that you've grown since then, musically or or just otherwise? I mean, because now you you're eighteen now. I'm going to turn eighteen. I think. I think that's that's a very good question because I think musically definitely I grew more because um, I had more of a chance to kind of dive dive din- dive deep into my um, you know my music genre and what I listen to versus what I want to portray out there and it's like on X Factor I was just this little kid trying to figure out what what I like singing. You know, from from heathens to Hey There Delilah and all this, like different genres. And so, sometimes, you know, looking back at the clips, it was kind of like nerve wracking and my voice was shaking and stuff. So it's definitely something I look back at and I see 
that I actually grown from you know I I'm going on stage and I'm still nervous but I'm not that nervous to the extent that I feel like oh my god my va- my voice is about to break or something is that how you felt when we first met when definitely, you walked out yeah. onto the stage definitely to open yeah definitely beer festival it was it was definitely nerve-wracking because during that time it was the same as x factor because regardless of how many people were seeing you it's like i was always giving myself so much pressure that my vocals were starting to close up for example and stuff and was like what does that mean for anyone that's listening that doesn't know or me that doesn't know what does that mean well it basically means when it's like when you're sick for example when you stress out when you're sick um your you lose your voice okay for example it gets like very deep and and for example if you have to reach a high note like uh, like up there you know it, you can't manage to do that because your vocals will close up meaning like your throat is like with mucus and stuff it's not nice it's really not nice that's what nerves does to you, you know it, it but but when you go up on stage nowadays i just look at other artists that i've been following for the past two years and i just see that they're just doing it because they love music and they don't need to stress out because they're just doing what they love on stage and that's what's the fun part about it you just do that because you love it not because you want to be you know a big pop star or whatever you just do it because you enjoy it you know don't you do you want to be a big pop star i mean yeah of course i do (laughs) but (laughs) <laughs> I guess There's Luke Chappell with a massive grin on his yeah. face. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I, everyone else, I think, in the music industry right now is trying to be a pop star. So, I, I guess if 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 God wants me to be in that position, I will be. You know, but if not, if not, then you know, it's not a big deal. <laughs> I want to go back right to the very beginning, and um, the first time I met you, we talked about uh, Head in the Clouds, which uh, you wrote. And I remember the first time I played this, I remember this coming on my show and I hadn't heard it and I played it and I was absolutely blown away. <laughs> and then Jeez. I and then I met you. And I think that was the moment that I was like, good grief. Late at night by your side I feel Dark outside, I cannot hide. I just wanna go home. I mean, at the time, I think when you wrote it, you must have been 16, 17. Yeah, I was about to turn. Yeah, about to turn 17. I think. Yeah. And it's an astro- astronomical track. It's absolutely brilliant. So you came out with um, the beautiful head in the clouds followed up by the insanely brilliant and moving human which is a very moving moving song and is a very moving video as well and then since then you've had drugs uh lonely again hopes with ant yeah definitely yeah um christmas times with you with red electric now if you were to choose I've heard people talking about their songs before as if they were babies you know you go through that nurturing period if you had to choose one of your babies that defines you the best which would it be very good question and it's very hard to choose because they're all very like meaningful they all have different you know periods um where they all mean you know different meanings and and I, i i guess 
I guess um, Lonely Again would be my favourite because not because of how well it did, um, nor nor to the fact that it's like got signed and it's big um, abroad and stuff. It's 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 because when I started recording it, I was going through a lot of um, emotions and I was going through a bad breakup as well and. Um, um, it, it means a lot to me, like the, the single means a lot to me because I have spent over three months working on it and it's that type of song which I've never spent that much of a long time working on one single because I was stressing out to to make make it perfect to a certain extent. Was it perfect when you put it out? I, I, I would say I would say that because I'm a perfectionist I would always say no um, but I think due to the fact of how well it did abroad i think it, it it came close to being perfect tell me what you want from me cause i don't think i still understand don't push me away and act like you don't care and i just wanna get somewhere run away from all the problems run away from all the fears well let's talk about that for a second because you mentioned how well it did abroad yeah Okay, so how did this this signing to to this track? Yeah, how did this work? How did this all come about? Um, it's funny because a lot of a lot of people were asking me that, and and sometimes different moments flash in my head, and I give some kind of the same response but a different you know perspective. And what had happened was I had met with um, on FaceTime, of course. Um, I had FaceTimed one of of this uh, executive um, people um, main people marketing managements and stuff when it comes to a label from la and he contacted me first with with instagram and i, th I was like this is this fake. Hang on, he contacted you yeah he contacted me through instagram and it was quite insane because it's like i was like this is fake this has to be fake <laughs> Because I was like, normally they like send out an email or like contact like someone that is managing you or something. And um, at the time, I'm, my dad was managing me and stuff. And um, normally he finds people that like believe in me and stuff. And when it comes to sponsors and whatever. And this time he, he straight up, he, he was like, I want to work with you. I want to make this clear like... Um, I believe in you and stuff like that and I don't know who this this geezer is you know what I mean like I don't know who he is can I just stop and say I love the fact you use the word geezer <laughs> yeah I don't know who this geezer is you know what I mean <laughs> yeah exactly it's like this this guy came out of nowhere and it's like I thought I, I thought this dude was like um like like some random ass person you know I don't know who he is and he just messaged me saying like I believe in you like I I, I listened to head in the clouds so initially that's where he found me it was like head in the clouds and i was like okay cool so it was like a big big paragraph this happened on insta instagram yeah and and basically this uh, record label was was big was a sub record label from a big one and they were experimenting with um artists abroad and stuff i was the only maltese one i was the only one from from europe and when they when when he when i picked up he was this like 21 year old um who was like he looked like 16 you know what i mean he, so was there a moment where you thought this is just a big scam i thought yeah throughout the whole thing i thought it was a scam and um at first when i saw the message i was gassed up i was like this this is probably the best thing that's going to happen to me and stuff 
but then um because my dad means well and stuff he told me like don't get ahead of yourself like it might be someone that just it's like a roadblock you know and I was like okay fair enough and then my hopes got high and and it went down again so it's like a roller coaster of emotions of course yeah and the label is is called what uh bangers only so yeah that's okay the, fair enough they've got around eighty eight thousand um followers on Instagram, okay fair enough okay and about three million subscribers on youtube as well wow something like that so it was like when i got to research them and actually see who these people are i was like dad this is not a scam i was like this is not a scam I'm was like, that a precious moment when you turned to your dad and went you know what exactly <laughs> i know you're looking out for me but this is not a scam definitely they told me like um pick your best song would w- you have any songs right now that you're doing and it, at the time i was doing lonely again i told him yeah i'm working on this song and it, it i've been working on it for the past month and i mean it's soon gonna be ready but little did i know it was not ready at all because they kept on tweaking stuff and telling me no raise up the hi-hats or raise up your vocals put a bit of more reverb and did stuff. you mind them doing that no not at all because it definitely made me learn from them because they know what's best and they know what a professional song is supposed to sound like so for me it's like every time i want to make a good song i go back to lonely again and be like this is what they meant so i want to do something that is better than this so this song goes out supported by this this record label in la yeah now i bumped into you in the street yeah <laughs> about a month ago you probably thought who's this dodger like i'm, dodgy not, say, I'm not saying a word because <laughs> there was a split second where i didn't recognize you yeah <laughs> and i wasn't expecting you to see, see you on the street but you there was two two things that you said to me first of all you said to me you know truths why are you not doing a, a podcast and i was like well as it happens yeah i am and the second thing you said is i've been signed to an la record label and i'm moving to la yeah 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 I mean, is this still happening? Yeah, it is, it is. Um, what I'm trying to do is go to Chicago instead because okay. I've I've talked a bit with uh, Red Electric because they know what's best for me. They, they're like friends, big friends of mine. When they went, they met a lot of people who talk a lot of, of nonsense, you know. They say this and that and they say that they know people, but in reality, they know like a speck of dust in the industry. Yeah. Um, so what I'm going to do is um, the person that is managing me from abroad um, when it comes to marketing and stuff, uh, he manages this basketball player that plays in the NBA and stuff. And he has over uh, 2 million followers. This, so you're in good hands. I'm in good hands. I think so. I think <laughs> so. But with this situation of COVID, it's very hard to, to see where, when, when I'm going to go. So. But you've been signed to the label anyway. I have, I have been, yes. Um, and you just sound l- so level-headed and way beyond your years. Yeah. And and so focused on what you want to do. Definitely, yeah. And I'm assuming from talking to you, this is it. You want to be a singer-songwriter. Definitely. This is what I want, you know, some people say this is what their job would want to be like, but I don't reckon it's, it's, it's a job. I had a, a literature che- teacher um, in secondary school and she was like one of the best teachers I ever had. And she always gave, gave so much love and dedication to her kids, like the, you know, her students. And I always, it always, I do love the subjects that um, I chose, which is English and marketing as A-levels. And they definitely kind of help with music. So who knows? Um, 
as you said like they could have told me to just straight up go and to LA drop everything and just go but I generally I think I would have just said no I would have just said like I, I'm not gonna jump start you know everything and just go and you know without me even hesitating like going you mentioned several times I want to change topic just for a second and come right back to something you said before um, every time you're mentioning somebody from the record label or you're mentioning somebody that you, you're working with or collaborating with or whatever, you always mention how many followers they have, how many likes they have. Now, yeah. we live in a social media world. But I, so, so I, I want to ask you how much of that being a singer-songwriter these days for you and getting your exposure relies on your social media? it's yeah it's um it's definitely a sad part of of it all because there are definitely songwriters out there that have you know very a minimum amount of followers and a, f a minimum amount of exposure but probably write better than me and write better than you know artists like sam smith or whatever like you find artists that are starting out but you know they they, they their work ethic is so like strong that it's like sometimes people don't deserve like they don't get what they deserve in a positive way you know um yeah i mean i think if you don't have the exposure unfortunately you don't reach certain potential um but yet again you can always get the exposure if you work enough like if you for me it was x factor thank god that made me reach to a certain extent like i wouldn't have uh, the amount of followers that I have today if it wasn't for X Factor you know I reached um, I don't even know what the number was but you know I don't really look into the numbers but it definitely helps it's definitely like a, a mark to, to always look back and say you're growing you know and as a musician or even even any any job to be honest even when it comes to athletes or you know footballers or um you know, people in the dance industry or art industry. Um, it hasn't changed yeah. from 20, 25, 30 years ago. Exactly. Because yeah. you would measure yourself as an artist on the amount of records you sold. Yeah. Unfortunately, and, you know, it, it's unfortunately, unfortunately, it's now morphed into how many followers you have and, yeah. and how many people are listening to you online. It's just a different platform. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. And I think that can be twisted sometimes because there are a lot of accusations towards artists nowadays that they can buy streams or they can fake their you know their numbers and stuff and i think that's quite unfair because if you've got a genuine artist who who's been working hard all their life like i've i've got a friend of mine who raps for example and he's actually quite good and some people like keep making fun of him and say that he bought streams and whatever and i was the person actually to to help him release a song um you know, I, I, I set up a laptop in front of me and, and I started helping him out with um, releasing his first ever song. And in a matter of two days, he got 15,000 streams. So it's all about helping other people because sometimes people are talented, but they don't know what to do with their talent. So it's definitely like I I got that example from, for example, uh, Matthew Machia, which is his professional name goes by Mushu. Um, which has definitely he helped me a lot to kind of know my way in the industry and he gave me the upper hand when it comes to like knowledge 
because I had the EQ, I had emotional knowledge. I just didn't have when it comes to the marketing side of music. That when it comes to uploading a song and you know keeping up with the streams and where they're coming from and um, you know all this big things that I I was like, what is this? I'm I'm just a 15 year old. I'm just trying to sing. I thought this is not like this this hard, you know. Um, but um, even when it comes to the studio, to to portray your vocals in a certain way, and um, you have you have to know what what you want. That is the 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 thing. And some people don't have that, so you, you have to help them the way people helped me throughout you know these two years, and most likely in the next five years, which I don't know where I'm gonna be, but let's hope that there are going to be people that keep guiding me you know and keep giving me more opportunities to learn i love the fact that you're you know crediting so many other people and and doing it with such such humility and just saying yes this person stepped in and this person has helped me and i wouldn't be where where i am if it wasn't for that but you also referenced what you're going to be doing in the next five years well let's bring it back from five years because you know at the moment with the current global situation we can't plan too far ahead but you did send me a sneak preview uh of something that yeah. you are recording at the moment <laughs> and you told me that there's an ep coming out so yep. luke chapel what's coming up for you in the next six months let's just choose six months right now six months well, I hope that the EP would be ready by then. Let's go with yes. Let's yeah, let's go with yes. Hopefully, fingers crossed. But as I said, I'm such a perfectionist that I'd, I'd never know if I'm going to be able. Let's to. go with yes. Okay. <laughs> Unfortunately, I had an album planned. I don't know what happened to that either, because you know, so many things that ha- have happened in the last year that it's insane. Um, things change and you know you have to replan sometimes and but you're also studying yeah i am am. so you aren't giving you know your 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 i'm just focusing exactly are are in two areas so the very fact that you're talking about bringing out an ep let alone an album whilst you're doing your a levels is phenomenal yeah um but you you talk talk to me about the new track first well the new track um right now i'm working on actually three different tracks and um one track is fe- is going to feature um this, this i i can confirm this cuz it's actually going to happen um it's going to feature a, a singer from abroad um he's based in US and he's called PM Beta and he was actually in the compilation album that I was in with Lonely again and he was actually the first person to reach a million streams before anyone else and he's very talented like he's down to earth and he's such a kind person as well so for me to reach out to him and he'd be like i just sent him like a voice message of being like do you like this and he was like yeah man this this is insane you know um i think this would be a sick track and let's work on it and it's that type of relationship where it's like even if you don't talk for three months he's still gonna like say oh this is cool let's work you know and it's going to be an R&B track, and I've been working on this specific track with InSync. Uh, like they, they, they have uh, worked with, with uh, me and Ant when it comes to Hopes, and they're the people behind it. And this, this track is going to be an R&B track, um, kind, very close to kind of like Drake. And yeah, that's one track. Uh, the other track that I've already finished is the the outro of the EP. Um, 
I decided to make it the outro, not the intro, because it's um, it's very like it closes up something. So regardless of what I'm gonna record next, I know that I want to close it with this one, just because it's like I played it on my own with the guitar, and I recorded everything uh, myself on on like FL Studio, and with the new setup I have, um, thanks thanks to my mom also supporting me. Um, I managed to do a, tr a whole track of, of around 48 seconds and it, it takes you on a journey kind of like Harry Styles wow yeah and another song that I'm trying to work on but I unfortunately sometimes you have to have financial backup um, to to you know get to have the chance to record a song and make it professional we all need support sometimes you know and for me um, I think starting out and i'm still still very small in the industry um i definitely sometimes need financial help to to create art um to make it sound good you know because i can manage to do 48 seconds on my own but I, I i can't manage to do a whole three three minutes um and make it sound like good as as human and um as good as lonely again and in the clouds sounded so but you know what um Luke, I have no doubt. I have no doubt that you're going to find the support that you need. <laughs> and I have no doubt that you have an incredible career in front of you. And it's been, um, you know, it's been fantastic for me uh, just to be able to, to interview with you again because I, I really do have a big heart for you and I really want to see you succeed. Um, I'm wishing you all the very best. Thank you very much. I want to see what you're doing in 2021. Yeah. And when that music comes out, you know, I want to see it. When that EP comes out, I want to see it splashed everywhere. I want to see you going off to, to LA or Chicago or wherever you need to go. And I am genuinely wishing you really from that. Don't, because I'm going to cry like Alexandra oh. Alden. I honestly, God. every time I see you, I'm going to cry like Alexandra Alden. But I am wishing you all the very, very best. Thank you very much. I um, appreciate it. And hoping the very best for you in the future. Will you, when you, you make it to, you know, a million billion subscribers, will you come back and visit me? Of course. Definitely. You'd be the first person immortal that I want to see. Definitely. There we go. Like, if I had to do another interview, I'd definitely pick you over anyone. So You are amazing. <laughs> Thank you.